do you want to be apart from being an athlete? Our hope and prayer here on More Than an Athlete is to provide short, helpful, and biblical content that will equip you in becoming more like Christ and making Him known in your athletic spheres. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy this week's episode. What's up, athletes, you guys? I first just wanted to remind you of the last couple podcasts we've gotten to have, which the last couple of topics were competitiveness, playing where your feet are, and then world vision, just how to have a heart for the world. But today, you guys, we are in for a treat. I'm serious. I have just been blown away, and I say it every week just by the athletes I get to talk to. And I'm so blessed in that way. So today we get to hear from Ayoka Lee, and she is number 50 at K-State Women's Basketball. She's from Minnesota with her family and her siblings, and currently she's pursuing her master's in family therapy. Y'all, she's a stud. I was saying this before we walked in here, like all of the different things underneath her name were so neat. In high school, she was number 38 as a post in the nation by the ESPN, number four player in Midwest by Five State Hoops. In 2021 and 2022, she's All-American first team by Sports Illustrated, and she was also named Big 12 Women's Basketball Scholar Athlete of the Year. Her latest achievement, which I'm sure some of y'all have seen, is scoring 61 points to break the NCAA women's single game scoring record. And like I said, there's a lot more underneath that, but I'm going to save our time here. But what I thought was really cool, I even read a high school article about her, just her principal talking about her character. And I think that's something that's really neat on here is no matter the accolades, the character and the integrity is what really stands out after being an athlete. And so I'm just really excited to hear about that. And I think something that's marked her just by our conversations lately is just her humility and all of these accolades. It's just what she's wanting to talk about is her faith. And so I'm pumped to hear what she has to say. We're going to kind of be talking about mental health and just the emotional ride of being an athlete. But first, I just want to say, Yoka, thanks for being on here. Yeah, we're so excited. <laughs> um, so first off, I just want to hear your story. And obviously, basketball has been a big part of your life. But I just want to hear your story of faith and just when you started to see basketball differently. Yeah, so um, growing up, I grew up in the church, in the mm-hmm. Lutheran church. And there's a lot of things about my life early on that were kind of unstable. My parents were divorced. Um, financially, we just didn't have a lot. But the one thing that my mom made sure that we were like knew about was our faith. Like my mom was so solid in her faith. We always went to church, always were involved in our church. And at a young age, I didn't really get it. I didn't understand that God wanted us to have a relationship with him, that it is really personal and intimate. Um, So I just did it to cross off the boxes. I thought, well, I'm here. So that must mean I'm going to heaven and that I'm a good person. And it wasn't till I got to college, I met some really other amazing athletes that showed me what it was like to follow Christ um, and what that really looks like lived mm-hmm. out. And it made me think, wow, I don't know as much as I thought I did. Yeah. It really pushed me just to lean into that. So yeah, super thankful for just how God used the friends I have today and how they let themselves be used by him and Mm -hmm. it was my spring of my freshman year when I really you know sat down and thought yeah like I want to follow Christ this is something I want to do this is something that I just feel like he's pulling me towards him um 
and yeah, so that's, yeah, started following Christ my spring of my freshman year. Um, it was really hard <laughs> at first. It was really hard to just surrender areas of yeah. my life that I thought, you know, I can just do what I want to do. And, but I had some really good support around me and the Holy Spirit worked in those areas. And yeah, it's been Great. Yeah. Mm, that's awesome. <laughs> I can relate to that, like growing up in the church, but also once you're watching other athletes or people live it out around you and you're not, it's 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 just so revealing and it, it, it challenges you for sure. That's really cool. When did you kind of start to see basketball differently? Was it kind of like the same time as when you came to Christ? Um, it was a little later, honestly. Mm -hmm. I came into college and I was a redshirt uh, because I tore my ACL. Mm -hmm. So that first year I wasn't doing a ton. And then my first year playing, I was kind of just going with the flow, loving it. Um, it wasn't until my sophomore year where, you know, COVID had happened and I had to move home back with my mom and just having that time with her and seeing how just steadfast she is in her faith and spending hours a day in prayer and doing all these things. I saw that and I was like, there is so much more. Like, mm. There is so much more that I can be doing just to dig into my faith and to grow in that relationship. And yeah. I had the time to do it <laughs> because of COVID. So I think that was a very pivotal point for me in my walk. And coming back after um, that shutdown, yeah, I just kind of saw basketball way differently, knowing that God can give and take away as he wishes, knowing that nothing is promised, nothing is yeah. guaranteed. And also knowing that, like, we're not supposed to store up these earthly treasures, you know, like basketball is an amazing gift. But when we forget the giver, it becomes all about, like, the next accolade. Yeah. And, and it shouldn't be because then we lose sight of the giver and mm -hmm. what he, his will and what he wants for us. So I would definitely say my sophomore year was when I, yeah, truly started to see basketball differently. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so neat. I love what you said about storing up those treasures and how if we're not remembering the giver, then it's it's kind of a waste because yeah. it's like, man, these are awesome gifts, but it's neat that you began to see that differently. And so today we're going to be talking about kind of just the the mental toll of being an athlete, which <laughs> we can all relate to. And so why would you say it's like emotionally hard to be an athlete? Yeah, I think there's a lot of reasons why. I think emotions are hard in general, but I also think athletics – don't value emotions the way that God intended them to be valued. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's easy. It's a common message to hear. Don't play with emotions. Just play with energy. Don't play with emotions. But God gave us emotions. You know, Jesus had emo emotions. And yeah. Emotions can be, I think, a very good indicator of, you know, what we believe and what we value. And sometimes in sports, our coaches want the sport to be the center of our world when like as Christians, like God needs to be that. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it can be a very hard process to kind of evaluate what we value when we're one being told not to feel our right. emotions and two, when the center of our life is we're being asked to move that. So um, I think that's one of the main reasons. I also think when you don't feel your emotions, you can't really cast all your burdens onto Jesus hmm. if you don't know, you know, what you're feeling and what you care about. I think that's 
another really big reason why it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's so true. I remember we were talking about competitiveness a couple weeks ago and Laramie and I were just talking about how being competitive can be fun and even like that, the emotion of just enjoying your sport. And so I think that's helpful to think about is the fact that if we're pushing away all those emotions and where are they going and how is that impacting or what is that growing inside of us? So I think whether it's a positive or a negative quote unquote emotion, then it's helpful to still process through those. So that's so true. What would you say looking back kind of on your last couple of years, what are practicals of how to stay healthy through the emotional highs and lows? Like I look back on my five years, I'm like, there's so many times where it was emotional high, but then you have these emotional lows where you're so upset. I was listening to a baseball player talk the other day about like coming off the after he was pitching and just balling and it's like we can have these crazy emotional highs and lows so what would you say are some practicals of how to stay healthy in that yeah um, I think the first one that comes to mind is just leaning into your community of believers I think Mm -hmm. sharing these things with them so that you have people who know who you are and can keep you kind of steady and when you are feeling these emotions and can't see through them you know those are the people who can help ground you and speak truth into you um So I think that's the biggest one. I also think um, continuing just constant reminder of who we are outside of athletics, Mm -hmm. our identities in Christ, Mm -hmm. not in our performance night to night. And yes, it is an amazing gift to have like all the accolades and all these amazing performances, but also knowing even without that performance, I'm still wanted. I'm still accepted. Mm -hmm. I'm still God's child, I think is really important. And that doesn't mean like not to celebrate. Celebration is also really yeah. important, but at the end of the day, knowing like you, your identity is in Christ, mm-hmm. not in any accomplishment that you have. Um, and then I think just being mindful about how we spend our time and how we prioritize our time. I think in season, it can be really hard to, you know, have these hour long quiet times and mm-hmm. stuff. But I think there's other small ways that we can still get in that time with the Lord and just sit in his holiness and like turning off the radio in your car and like Mm -hmm. praying or um, journaling. That's one thing I used a lot was just journaling my prayers, not only just to process what I'm feeling, but also to give it to God Mm -hmm. and be like, here you go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So I think those are some practical ways that uh, that have helped me and that I think hopefully can help others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good. I think of Philippians 4, 6 through 7 and not being anxious about anything. And by that, actually giving away all of those burdens to God. And so I think journaling is a great way because it's like, all right, God, here's everything. Here's all the celebration, all of the crazy thoughts, all of it. And here it is to you to either help me grow my faith or use it to impact someone else. So I think that's really helpful. What about for, you know, people are listening to this and I had kind of shared about your accolades. Like, how do you deal with that when you are on that emotional high? And like, you're like, all right, I've reached that point that people are like, man, when you get there, it's everything you want. Like, how has that kind of impacted you a little bit? Yeah, I think in the world of athletics, it's really easy to just take, you know, the entitlement and the the feeling of like, I've achieved everything because Mm -hmm. it's kind of what's handed to you. Um, But I think it's really important to have like community again, having people who know you, know your heart, know your heart for the Lord and how you want to grow and knowing the things you struggle with. Mm -hmm. Because I think 
those are the people who can really keep you grounded in those times and they'll celebrate with you like there is right. nothing better than celebrating with the people who know you the people who went through it all with you and walked with you through that so i think community is a really big one um i also think giving credit where credit is due like all good things come from the lord and just remembering that and praising thanking him for that mm -hmm. is also huge because you know sports are a gift it's such a blessing to be able-bodied and to be able to play at this level so i think just continuing to yeah thank god for that yeah, yeah that's so good yeah i i love where you said just where the credit is due to actually give it to god's glory because it, it is sweet it's kind of like a partnership of just all right, God, here's you, you gave me the gift of the gospel and a relationship of personally knowing you. Like, let's partner and I can't wait to see what you're going to do with this. So I think that's so helpful. And if you're, let's say we're talking to someone right now who's struggling with this, what would you want to say to them? And then how could we actually be a good example to, to our teammates? Like, let's say it's either to people that are struggling with this right now or to our teammates struggling with just this emotional highs and lows. What would you want to say to them? I think I would want to say that it's okay mm -hmm. to be where they're at, that emotions are real things that shouldn't be cast aside or mm -hmm. ignored. And also that thinking, like evaluating what they're feeling and sharing it with others is important. And the first step to kind of feeling better, to yeah. knowing how to navigate it, to becoming more in tune with yourself and with the spirit and with your community um but not taking that first step even though that first step is scary i think not taking that first step is even scarier yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah that's so true and i think i've talked about this a little bit on here but the reason i started more than an athlete is i got to a point i remember driving back from a match and i was like this is so hard like not only to be an athlete but to try to make an impact with the gospel and live it out in my character, but also talk about it and have the integrity to talk about it. I was like, God, like, how do I do this? You know, like I just, and I'm grateful that he gives us the strength to do so. But I was like, man, what are some practicals? Because I'm struggling with the highs and lows and how to be a good teammate, all of the, all of the above of just, man, it's tough, the emotional toll of being an athlete. And so I think it's really cool to sit in this and just wrestle through how can we go through this roller coaster, but be glorifying God through all of it. And I look back and I'm like, man, I'm really grateful that I attempted to do this because it's grown character or integrity or my faith and trust in God because he was walking me through all of that and like the hard, random, hard practices where I'm like, that was the worst day ever. You know, it just it's crazy. It can impact your whole mood. I was talking to an athlete about that last night and I, yeah, I just think it's just a tough emotional toll on us. But at the same time, it's a neat place to really dig into God's word and his strength and all of it. Yeah, and I really think it like it makes sense if you think mm -hmm. about it. I think on the surface level, sports are truly, really worldly. You know, they yeah. tell us to do as much as you can for as long as you can to push through pain and emotions and all these things when that's kind of the opposite of the gospel yeah. you yeah. know and god tells us to rest god tells us that you know 
you know, emotions are given from the Lord, so they shouldn't be something that is pushed away. So I think it is really easy for us to feel like we're swimming upstream yeah. <laughs> as an athlete yeah. when we're trying to glorify God and we're trying to compete and we're trying to love others and trying to balance all of it at once. Yeah, it's so true. I was thinking of this verse, it's Second Peter 1, and the whole passage is great for this, but um, starting in verse 5, it says, For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control pers perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness mutual affection, and to mutual affection love. For if you possess these things in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, it's just crazy that all of these different things that we can add to our faith through this, like the perseverance, the self-control, that's how we're getting to know Christ more. So I want to have this mindset of this Second Peter passage because then that's adding to my faith. In every effort, even when it's really hard and we have these bad practices or bad games or we have the NCAA record and we're wanting to give God glory in that, that's adding to our faith. And I think it's really cool to see it as, man, this is a gift that we get to have to understand this whole emotional ride that's really tough sometimes, but how to actually add to our faith and all of that. So I love what you said about that because I think this verse verses just encompass that whole topic, especially. Uh, what else would you say about emotional, just the emotional roller coaster? Kind of even thinking about your freshman self, like what would you want to tell her and just even the journey of basketball? And I think I would want to tell like myself or others that, you know, as a Christian, it's not going to be easy. It's not supposed to be easy, mm -hmm. but we are given the tools to navigate it. And I think it can be really easy to get into the mindset of, well, Jesus came and suffered. And so why is it so hard for me to suffer through these things? But, yeah. you know, everything that comes from God is good, mm -hmm. you know, and he will not waste your pain. But I also think he gives us avenues to help with the pain and to, right. um, yeah, and to just be able to feel better mm -hmm. um, through the emotional highs and lows and to navigate them. So, yeah, I'd say it's not easy, but you don't have to just sit in the yeah. lows and struggle with the highs. There's things to help. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about, I think of like today within athletics or even college world of the mental health aspect and talking about it and making sure you're talking to people, but there's kind of a interesting shift with trying to incorporate faith into that. It's like very separated sometimes so i don't know what are your thoughts on that yeah. like how, how does faith actually last versus you know not not really addressing the mental health side of things yeah i think it is a very hard thing to navigate especially as you're trying to grow in your faith but mm -hmm. stay like mentally healthy i think the biggest thing is as christians are our the way we see the world is just different yeah the, how we operate is different because we, you know, believe in the Lord and his sacrifice for us. And we want to live in a way that reflects him. Mm -hmm. So I think it can be hard to, you know, the aspect of like self-care, like, yeah, you know, yeah. go and like take care of yourself and stuff. And like, yes, I think there are things you can do to take care of yourself by don't think it's what 
the world would say it is, mm-hmm. you know, like, are we looking to what God says about this to help us move through it? I think a lot of people, a lot of times people are like, well, Jesus was perfect. He never struggled with these things, but in the garden, he cried tears mm-hmm. of blood. Mm-hmm. Like there is no way that there was not just something like the distress you would have to be going through to cry yeah. tears of blood. Yeah. I mean, I would, I mean, that sounds like a lot yeah. of emotional emotion and just distress. So I think, I think there are tools that God gives us to mm-hmm. help us. I think it's just a matter of, you know, looking for them and reading the word and taking time to sit in it um, and like meditating on it. Um, Meditation, I think, has been just letting it sink in. Um, Yeah, 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 wanting to meditate on it day and night. And yeah, just applying the biblical principles to that. Because I think that's what I wrestle with is like, okay, I'm supposed to be talking about this, but what is actually going to last? Like what is going to help with my thought life? And a verse that we had talked about a couple of weeks ago is Philippians 4, 8. And it's just talking about what to actually think about. And it's to think about things that are true, honest, noble, pure, lovely, things of good rapport. And, and there's a couple more in there, but just thinking of the actual things that God would want us to versus okay, is this self-care or is this biblical? So I think that's a great point because it's like, okay, this emotional roller coaster, how do we actually apply this in a biblical way? So yeah, that's really good. Kind of a final question that I love to ask is looking just on back on your career and even right now in your position, what would you say it means to you to be more than an athlete? To me, I think it means knowing that our sports are a gift and that we are playing for something far more greater than just the awards and accolades that we receive through it and keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus in every circumstance, every high and low through it. Um, and yeah, just continuing to glorify and praise him for everything we experience through our sport. Yeah. 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 Giving him the glory. Well, I said this at the beginning, but What I see that really marks you is your humility and just how you talk about giving God the glory. I think it's a really great example for athletes, no matter where they're at in their careers. Just the end of the day, this is a gift. It's a gift to be on this emotional roller coaster, even if it doesn't feel like it sometimes. But the emotional toll of it is just a way that we can add to our faith. And I think your practicals are helpful of really digging into the word and meditating on it day and night, but also having that community that's going to remind you of the truth at the highs and at the lows. So thanks for being on here, Yoga. It's it's so fun just to meet you and to see what your life looks like as an athlete and your faith just being lived out. So we appreciate you being on here. All right, athletes, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Hey, we want to thank you for listening. Did you know that you could help more than an athlete by rating, reviewing, and subscribing? Follow us on Instagram at more than an athlete. And the more that you do this, the more athletes can tune in and find the content. We hope you found this week's episode helpful and encouraging.